7: I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. The network website is thefringe.fm. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. You can find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. You can send us a message there. Or you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rd. G-A-B-L-E at Yahoo.com. Rdgable at Yahoo.com. Send us a message. Let us know what you think of the show if you have any questions or comments. Maybe you'd like to play music on the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show. RDgable at yahoo.com. I think perception is really interesting. You know, I think that the way I perceive the world and the way that you perceive the world, although it might be similar. It's always slightly different, and when it comes to producing and hosting a radio show, perception matters a lot, because as a radio host, I can try to formulate a show, a theme, a topic, that's the way that I do it, Monday through Friday on every show, you know, I make the promo pick, and I sometimes make a montage, and put all that together, and then we have a production And it's a lot more work than just sitting down and turning on a microphone. Although sometimes I do that too. I like to experiment with shows. I like to do a number of different things. So it's not the same stale thing every single night. Although some people like the same stale thing every single night. If I was talking about the joke I always use is Bigfoot. You know, if I was talking about Bigfoot every night, some people would like that. And that's okay. That's what you like. And I always find it interesting that the way that people perceive... And this is just my experience. I think it's funny the way that people perceive this radio show. Some people really, really love everything we do. Some people only love certain things we do. And they'll only listen when we do those certain things. And other people will tune out when we do other topics. Like last night we did a show called The White Naturalist. And we talked about how eating healthy has not only been classified as a mental disorder, but it's also been classified as somehow, I don't know how, but somehow as being a component of Nazism. We read an article about that last night and how if you're obese, doctors are saying that the COVID-19 vaccine will not work. But then when you compare that to someone who is relatively healthy, they have no need for the vaccine anyway. So basically, if you're already sick You're sick from other things. You're not sick from COVID and you're not going to need a vaccine because it won't work because the vaccine doesn't work anyway. And I know I do a show like that. I try to make it interesting, try to make it fun. I really love the health shows and usually people that are upset or don't like something, they scream the loudest. So I don't really hear that anymore, which is great. And I think it's because I just don't deal with it. And that's because once again, you know, even if I'm not Even if I'm choosing not to deal with, you know, the angry listeners. They, oh, I don't like you talking about food. Well, that's okay. We'll do another show that you like at some point. That's fine. But see, other people like the food show because it's, it's an empowering show. And it's not just a food show. That's why we have to brand it with something else, right? Well, I did a show Monday night. And Monday night was one of my favorite subjects. It's the music industry. And it is this week. It was focusing on... One artist in particular, her name is Grimes. That's her performance artist. I think her real name is Claire. She's Elon Musk's girlfriend, and she does a lot of music that has to do with AI and robots and machines and bowing down to supercomputers. And you know, she says, "You might think we're crazy, but you won't be laughing when AI reigns because it will reward us for our for our support of it coming to power." And I don't, I don't really do those shows tongue in cheek. I, I, I literally do those shows sincerely because I believe that whether it's conscious or subconscious, there's a powerful, powerful message that goes beyond the supposed metaphor that goes beyond the 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 imagery that's meant to shock and awe. Because a lot of that imagery is in one or two songs per album. It's not every single song. And a lot of these artists, whether it's Grimes or it doesn't really matter who it is. You could n- name hundreds of artists. When they do things by themselves, like when they first get started, it's really light and happy almost. Maybe they do a depressing song. And then it gets really dark when they sign the contract with the industry. So I just think there's something interesting there, right? I know a lot of you think that. And I had a listener last night, Paul Aruda, And Paul said, Ryan, I was somewhat interested in what you had to offer, but now I've realized... That you are a blithering conspirator idiot. And I, I said to Paul, I said, well, you must have, I must have said something you disagreed with, or you know, you don't, su- I don't support one of your political viewpoints or biases or something like this. So Paul and I had a little discussion last night. I thought it was kind of interesting. And he said, the deep satanic ritualistic sublime min- uh, meanings and lyrics is just a little bit of a reach for me. That's the first time anybody's ever criticized a music show. So I thought, I'm doing something right. No one's ever criticized a music show. Everybody loves the music show, right? That's what I thought. So Paul critiqued our music show Monday, which is great. I like your critique. And another listener of ours brought up an interesting point. It's a point that I've actually thought about before, and I've actually done a show on this as well, about how we should maybe focus on some music that's not so dark and music that promotes what what I guess you could say is positivity or something that's kind of light and fluffy, something that makes you feel good, you know, something along those lines. So that's not so evil, which is what a lot of this music feels like. And so we had a listener, Corey V. Corey V said, you should check out some of these other artists and bands and do a show on that and we did do a show on that once and I actually talked about Florence Welsh who the first time I saw her music I said that that woman is definitely a witch but a good witch she's like a light witch you know when I say Florence Welsh is a witch I think she's the good version of whatever Lady Gaga is because when I say Lady Gaga is a witch I mean Lady Gaga is a witch and not a good witch it's kind of like that episode of it's always sunny in Philadelphia where they they have the 1776 episode and uh Dennis and Mac they go to meet the British. And, uh, I think it's cricket plays the British officer. And he's like, you don't really think she's a witch, do you? And he's like, no, I'm, no, she's, she's definitely a witch. <laughs> That's what I think about like Lady Gaga. It's like, you don't really, really mean she's a witch, Ryan. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's a witch. But see, being a witch doesn't make you, make you evil. The idea you know, in the old days, it's like, if you're a witch, you're worshiping the devil or something. I mean, I have a, symbol here in my studio I have a bumper sticker that says protected by witchcraft I know that freaks people out when they see it you're, you're a witch how can you be a witch you worship the devil I don't worship the devil what are you talking about so anyway Corey mentioned that and I thought that um, we would definitely do another show on that sometime we'd definitely do another music show but so- somewhat focus on a positive component of the music industry in fact there are a lot of artists who sing about how they didn't sell their soul to the devil which is an interesting change. I mean, there are some artists. Uh, Chris Webby is a rapper. He did a song on that. He did, actually did a song about the seven sins, which was really interesting, how he didn't sell his soul. Um, B.O.B. is another one. He has a song where he talks about how he didn't sell his soul. And there are a lot of artists who, who say they didn't sell their soul. So, yeah, that's an interesting thing that we could talk about from what Corey V said and what even what Paul said. Those are a couple of things that we could discuss on another show. But see, I'm bringing this up because perception matters a lot. Perception matters a lot. And I could sit here and I could formulate all these perceptions so that I can try to target and isolate an audience. And this is who I want listening. And this is who I'm advertising to. And this is who I'm talking to. But I don't do that. I never have done that. And I probably will never do that, you know. So when I sit down and I formulate a show, it's... Monday I'm thinking well let's do something on the music industry I was thinking about music and then last night I thought let's change things up you know let's go from a curveball to a fastball and let's do a food show and it relates to current events and then I noticed that there were a lot of radio shows this week doing UFOs I think um, Jimmy Church is doing like UFO week and uh, our good friend Clyde Lewis did a show last night an interesting show on a topic that we've discussed a number of times on this broadcast. The last time we talked about it was on a show called Invasive Species. And last night, Clyde talked about this Memorandum 6751, which is declassified, dated July 8th, 1947. And if you read this thing, it's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I first learned about it from Leo Zagami, another good friend of ours. Leo and I talked about this at uh, Contact in the Desert last year, and it's in his book Invisible. Is it Invisible Master? I think it's Invisible Master, but it's in one of his books, and he talks about this. Where if you if you read this thing, it's it's incredible because it talks about these extraterrestrials coming. They look like us, and they come from a planet that's not part of our world. They come from another dimension. They actually call it in the in the document. In 1947, they call it the Loca. And Leo, being well versed in the occult and whatnot, he explained that in his book. But what the, what the Loca is, in simple terms, is it's a another plane of existence, another dimensional plane of existence. So that's where they're saying, you know, the aliens are coming from. That's in 1947. In fact, it was it's the week of Roswell, July 7th, July 8th, roughly. You know, they they don't really pin down the date of Roswell because Roswell as an event, took place over a number of days in terms of the investigation and whatnot because the reports were that the material was on the farm, is on the ranch for for days before it was even seen, which was always hard to believe how a spaceship could crash and nobody saw it. But that's a very, very weird series of events anyway. Plus, Roswell was not a singular event. There were multiple crashes. There are declassified documents to that effect as well. There's actually one I have here from the War Department, top secret, declassified, I think sometime in the 90s, but it was approved by Alan Dulles, director of the CIA, top secret ultra. And it's pretty incredible if you flip it open, it says the extraordinary recovery of fallen airborne objects in the state of New Mexico between the 4th of July and the 6th of July, 1947. And then two days later, on the 8th, Memorandum sixty seven fifty one comes out, and they're talking about these beings coming from other dimensions, other, other parts of uh, reality, different realities, different dimensions. So it kind of makes you think, perhaps that maybe the idea that flying saucers had crashed and they're going to land on the White House lawn and all these alien UFO B movies and stuff like this, that maybe that was really the the psyop. Because the beings didn't come from another physical planet, they came from another reality that maybe wasn't so physical. They came from the locus, they came from another plane of existence, another dimensional plane. So maybe that's part of the, of the PSYOP. But the thing is, in the last couple of years, we've seen a rejuvenating of interest in UFOs. So last year in 2019, UFO sightings spiked when I see statistics like that, they mean very little to me because I think, well, just because people are seeing UFOs doesn't mean that there are more aliens coming into our dimension, right? I read an article from Open Minds years ago, the magazine, and it said like, you know, three out of five people believe in aliens. Well, okay, that just might mean three out of five people have been brainwashed. It doesn't mean that aliens are real. You know, one out of three sees a UFO. Okay, well, you know, I see UFOs. It doesn't mean they're alien spacecraft. I saw a UFO the other night. It turns out it was a plane. You know, it's an unidentified flying object. And that's part of the reason I just really dis- disassociate myself from the UFO community. And it's unfortunate because I like a lot of the people in the UFO community. I'm sure a lot of you are maybe perhaps in the UFO community. But I just like to do things rogue and by myself here on The Secret Teachings. And I like to look at things from a different angle. So, a lot of people are talking about UFOs and aliens, and I want to give you a rundown of what's happened in the last three years pertaining to that, but there's something else about UFOs and aliens that, that I feel like has been kind of lost in the minutia. It's been kind of lost in the, in the, in the details, or perhaps the lack of details pertaining to UFOs and what people call disclosure. That's a word that you hear all the time. Disclosure. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's like the big event. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Well, what's the big event? I don't know. It's something. It's something. It's something. And then when there's a big news story, that's the big event. Oh, look, there's disclosure. And people have said there's been disclosure over and over again. Like, for example, let me give you a rundown of this. And then I want to tell you what I think's been lost in the details. Glowing auras and black money, the Pentagon's mysterious UFO program. That was the New York Times, December 16th of 2017, where they talked about a $22 million program called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, and this is when Louis Elizondo came to public light. They say that the DOD shut down the program in 2012. It had run from 2007 until when it was shut down in 2012, but it turns out they simply changed the name of the program and it continues to this day, but we didn't know that in 2017. In April of 2019, the U.S. Navy drafted new guidelines for reporting UFOs. As part of this effort, according to a statement from the Navy, quote, the Navy is updating and formalizing the process by which reports of any such suspected incursions can be made to the cognizant authorities, a new message to the fleet that will detail the steps for reporting is in draft. And they say, rather than calling them UFOs, let's call them UAPs, unexplained aerial phenomena. And the one word there that I read that's probably the most important is the word incursion. A lot of UFO researchers, I think, overlooked that. I can say I think they overlooked it because I, you know, I've heard radio shows or interviews, and I just think a lot of people overlook that. But this is one of the things I noticed, and uh, some of our friends, like Clyde Lewis, noticed this: is that an incursion is defined as an invasion or an attack, especially a sudden, brief invasion or an attack. In other words, the Navy considered itself under attack, under assault by unexplained aerial phenomena. It doesn't mean they were shooting laser beams and cutting ships in half. It just means that they found themselves suddenly within some kind of perhaps cold battle with unidentified flying objects. That was back in 2019. That story came out from Politico. The Navy used the word incursion, which literally is translated The word means invasion or attack. Then in the same year, April of 2019, this was actually around the same time as the political article came out. This is the U.S. Navy secretly designing a super-fast futuristic aircraft resembling a UFO. It looks like a Dorito. That's what the sketch of it looks like. It looks like a Dorito, a triangular craft. And the article here says from the Mirror... The craft described in the patent features a cavity, which is filled with gas, which is then made to vibrate using powerful electromagnetic waves. This then creates a vacuum around the craft, allowing it to propel itself at high speeds. The UFO-style ship can be used in water, air, or even space. So it can be used in water, air, or space. And the Navy says, yeah, we've, we've got this technology. We've built this thing. We've got a patent on it. You can even look back at the Air Force's supersonic flying saucer, what they call the Project 1794. And, of course, if you scramble that, 1794 is 1947, which is Roswell. So I think they named that, not coincidentally, 1947-1794. You can look this up online. There are images of what the Air Force designed as a flying saucer a ufo then in april of 2019 a few days after the navy said we've got this super futuristic aircraft and the navy said we've also changed our guidelines for reporting ufos then it came out that the navy said well hold on a second we really really want to be sure we're not calling these things ufos these are unexplained aerial phenomena or unidentified aircraft, or unauthorized aircraft, or suspected incursions. They use the word again. That was from the Atlantic. Then the Pentagon in May of 2019 comes out that they once again acknowledge that they've investigated UFOs, and it becomes a big news story. New York Post and some others reported on that, and it's like, well, we already knew that, but a lot of people didn't pay attention, so this is the first time they're hearing of it. And then in June of 2020, this year, Popular Mechanics and some other publications reported on a research team from the University of Nottingham in the U.K., and they estimated that 36 extraterrestrial civilizations could exist in our galaxy. 36, and these would be civilizations, not species that were just beginning. And then in June of 2020, senators want to make public government UFO reports Senate Intelligence Committee voted to require all of the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Defense Department to compile a detailed public analysis of all data collected on unidentified aerial phenomena, including incursions, intrusions recorded by Navy pilots in recent years. And then right after that, Louis Elizondo came out and said, Hey, look, we've got more classified UFO videos. And then in July of 2020, this incredible story came out from the New York Times talking about Eric W. Davis, an astrophysicist who worked as a subcontractor and a consultant for the Pentagon UFO program. That's the Louis Elizondo one. And he says that they examined material that they could not remake. He said, we couldn't make it ourselves. He now works for the Aerospace Corporation, a defense contractor, And he gave these classified briefings uh, on retrievals of unexplained objects to staff members of the Senate Armed Services Committee on October 21st, 2019, and then staff members of the Senate Intelligence Committee two days later. And he said that these retrievals were from off-world vehicles not made on this earth. So there's a lot going on about UFOs and what people call disclosure. But I think one thing that's kind of been forgotten about UFOs, at least when I was first becoming interested in UFOs as a kid, like 20 years ago, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you heard a lot more about things like crop circles or cattle mutilations, you know, classic things that you would see in like the X-Files or something. But nowadays you don't hear a lot about crop circles. You don't hear a lot about cattle mutilations. Well, despite the fact that you don't hear a lot about them from the UFO community, crop circles and cattle mutilations are still occurring around the world every year. And there are a lot of explanations given to what these things are, what they possibly mean, what they could be related to. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight because while a lot of people are focused on UFOs and disclosure, perhaps a tremendous amount of evidence that some people are looking for the government to give them can be found in crops, can be found in the mutilated corpses of animals and even humans because humans have been the victim of mutilations as well. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com Check us out on Facebook. facebook Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings And check out our archive and my books at www.thesecretteachings.info. We'll be right back.
1: Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
4: This is the Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. Or our website, the secret teachings.info.
5: If you'd like to hear more of the secret teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, Sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today by subscribing. You support The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, Ryan, and yourself.
2: Alex. Ex- Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to
7: KTLK, The Fringe FM.
0: The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous moth, Mam, and of course the blue chicken avian shirts, among others like the paranormal desert shirt. Check them out on T Public by searching for the secret teachings, or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page.
2: That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you.
1: The truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
7: I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, and you are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
5: This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash the Secret Teachings.
1: Hey guys, it's Giorgio Tsoukalos from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
7: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. I started out tonight's show by talking about perception. I mentioned a comment or two made by some listeners this week. One of our listeners named Paul said that our Monday show is just a little bit too conspiratorial. Paul said he doesn't really like that word conspiracy. And I said, I don't really like that word either, Paul. I don't like the word conspiracy. I don't like the word woke. In fact, I really don't like the word woke at all really makes me upset. I don't like uh, NWO or New World Order. But I understand that these are words that are part of everyday communication for a lot of us. And they can get us in trouble with others who have their own perception of them. But see, to me, I don't look at things as being a conspiracy or some plan of the New World Order. Or if I'm interested in reading a book on mythology that suddenly I'm woke... You know, I, don't, I, don't all, I also don't like this idea of being red-pilled. I don't like that. That's something new. So I told Paul all that last night. And I just find it interesting that, like, you listen to this show, we talk about food. People think I'm talking down to them. What I'm actually doing is my intention is to help you by trying to empower you with information. We talk about the music industry. I'm just trying to point out things that are interesting. We talk about UFOs tonight. And a lot of people might think, well, this is a UFO show. So I want to listen to this show. This is good. I like UFOs. Well, I'm going to give you some information tonight that really doesn't sound like a typical UFO show. Because I am likewise fed up with what's happening in what we could classify as the UFO community. I don't really consider myself a part of it. And I'm not going to sit here as a radio host. And I know that this irritates other radio hosts and it irritates speakers and authors but I'm not going to sit here and tell you what you want to hear about UFOs. Oh, that's interesting. And then the sky lit up, and then you saw some objects come down, and, you know, I don't want to sit here and go through that crap, okay? I'm just tired of hearing that kind of of radio show. So I like to make something different. I like to make something unique. And so we can go through, as we did at the end of the last segment, from 2017 to now, that there have been revelations of a UFO identification program by the Pentagon came out in the New York Times. Then the Navy said that they had experienced incursions, which are invasions of these objects. That was in 2019. Then the Navy said that they have a patent on a futuristic aircraft resembling a UFO, kind of looks like a Delta Wing or a Dorito. And then the same month... The Navy came out again and said, let's not call them UFOs. Let's call them UAPs or unidentified aircraft or suspected intrusions or incursions or something along those lines. And then in 2019 in May, the Pentagon admitted again that they investigated UFOs. And see, that's one of those stories where you kind of forget about it and then it's reported again as if it's new. Like back in 2013, there were stories of genetically engineered mosquitoes. And then I just literally heard a news report last week where they said, oh, yeah, genetically modified mosquitoes, this is a a new thing. No, it's like seven years old, in the news at least. And then we had some researchers from the University of Nottingham in the UK estimate that there are at least 35, 36 other alien civilizations in our galaxy. And then the Senate Intelligence Committee comes out and says U.S. intelligence agencies and the DOD need to release information on UAPs, Louis Louis Elizondo came out again in July of 2020, a few months ago, and said there's more classified UFO videos. And then we had the New York Times report on Eric Davis, who says that there are—he's a subcontractor and an astrophysicist. He says he examined material not made on Earth. It did not come from this world. It came from off-world vehicles not made on this Earth, quote-unquote. So that's basically the last three years of ufology. Some people perceive that to be disclosure. Other people perceive it to be the lead-up to disclosure. And I think that there is no such thing as disclosure. That's what I'm going to tell you tonight. I don't believe that there's something called disclosure. Because I think disclosure has kind of become like unidentified flying object. It's been defined as an object that is alien in nature, little green men, little gray men, insectoids, reptilians, light beings. They're using these objects, and they're coming to our world, and they're doing things. When a UFO, obviously, is just a way to classify something that's unidentified. I know that's really simple elementary, but it needs to be stated because it gets a lot of researchers in trouble. And it gets a lot of radio hosts, I think, in trouble because you just interpret everything as being alien. And then you confirm your bias and you lose the support of others that might actually be able to help you in your investigation. This is my perception of the world anyway. And so when I listen to somebody say, you know, that they they like UFOs, that they're into UFOs, I don't really know what that means. What do you mean you like UFOs? You like the, the unexplained? That's maybe a better way to say it. I like the unexplained. And then when it's explained, sometimes it's more interesting than when it's unexplained. Who knows what it is? So I'm letting you know my perception, my point of view. Because I think that there are other data points that are very typically overlooked when it comes to the subject of UFOs. Because depending on what your perception is, UFO is like this umbrella category. Where there are things as a result of their association with UFOs that are usually discussed alongside the subject of unidentified flying objects, and they're not, it seems, in the same conversation anymore, which is kind of confusing to me. There are two things in particular. One are crop formations or crop circles, and the other are cattle mutilations or human mutilations, because it happens to humans sometimes, too. At least when I first became interested in UFOs, I heard about crop circles and cattle mutilations all the time. They were just kind of like a part of ufology. And with the exception of someone like Patty Greer here or there, you don't really hear about crop circles anymore. In fact, I don't really think you hear from Patty Greer anymore. And uh, I'm not really a fan of Patty Greer per se, but I've interviewed her. I've listened to what she had to say. She seemed a little bit, pretentious for me but I didn't have any issue with her she's a nice lady and then you don't really hear as much as you don't hear about crop circles you don't hear about cattle mutilations at all it's like that's last time I saw something about cattle mutilations I was watching an old episode of the x-files I don't know if it's just uninteresting anymore I, I don't know maybe it's just it's stale People forgot about it. You know, maybe the UFO community found other ways to capitalize to make money because it was hurting, which is understandable. So UFOs kind of turned into some new age light and love crystal cult. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. But I'm still very interested in crop circles and UFOs. And the reason I'm interested in it is because when you see a UFO, let's look at it like this. You see a UFO. You can't identify it. It's a UFO. You can identify it. It becomes an explainable, identifiable object. It could be a plane. It could be a bird. It could be Superman. All right. It could be Green Lantern. I don't know. But when you see a crop formation, a crop circle, this isn't something that just appears and then disappears and you have a story. This is something that's physically documented. And there's a huge difference between a real crop circle in context with what that terminology has become become related to what it implies. Something real, something very unexplained, and something that's hoaxed. Because if you have a hoaxed crop circle, you have crops that are just kind of like smashed down rigidly. They use like a 2 by 4 and some rope. They smash the crop down. It's all broken. And in a hoaxed crop circle, compared to a real crop circle... There are some other distinctions, such as, in the hoaxed crop circle, you can take a video camera, and the battery won't drain. You can fly a helicopter over it, and you won't have malfunctions in your instruments. You can walk into it and not feel sick, not feel dizzy, not feel like you're going to vomit. And usually when you have a hoaxed crop circle, if the farmer didn't do it, the farmer probably knows who did it. When you have a real crop circle, farmer doesn't know who did it. Sometimes there are videos where there are strange foo-fighter-like lights that come down over the field. And in a matter of seconds, the crop becomes pressed into simple to more complex geometric designs. There are legitimate videos of this happening. And a lot of that information about real crop circles and the videos of some of them being formed, where you hear a crackling electrical sound like a zzz, 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 something like that. You know, if you took like an auxiliary cord and plugged it into a speaker and then touched it to your head or your finger and you hear that zzz, that's what some people report when, they, when they, they see or they're in the vicinity of a crop formation electricity. So these are things that are physically provable. And if you go into a real crop circle, you're going to find the opposite of a hoax crop, crop circle. You're going to find that you're going to probably feel pretty sick. You're going to find that your camera battery, your phone battery, dies. You're going to find that if you fly a helicopter over top of the crop circle, you bring a compass with you, the compass is going to go erratic just like the instruments of the helicopter. There's clearly a difference between someone smashing down a crop with a piece of wood and something electrical in or of the earth or in our dimension or in another dimension coming into this dimension and communicating with us perhaps or doing who knows what to the crops to send a message, right? And sometimes they appear between public land and military land right next to sensitive military installations, Very much like the incursions experienced by the Navy, where they've got these UAPs that are appearing over sensitive, classified military installations, and then disappearing. And those stories go back to World War II. Throughout the Cold War, cases where nuclear missiles were almost launched, or where they were shut down instead. So this is well-documented, perhaps more well-documented than your typical UFO report. Yeah, I saw some lights in the sky, and then Jimmy said, look over there. And then we saw another light in the sky, and it turned, that turned out to be the moon. But we were pretty sure the one thing we saw was an alien spacecraft. You don't get that in a crop circle. You get crops that are bent in a way that they still grow, they're not broken or dead, and because of something, uh, who knows what it is, because of something, because of the heat like a microwave, the water inside of the stock boils, and it comes out of the weakest part of the stock, and it creates these expulsion cavities. You also will find that there's a higher level of radiation and sometimes strange metals dispersed, within the crop formation, whether it's simple or it's complex. Now, with modern technology, if you attempt to make something like this, you can do it, but it's not the same as something appearing quickly in a matter of seconds or appearing overnight or having all of these fundamental characteristics of a real crop circle. But you can do it if you try. Doesn't mean that it's a real crop circle. It's not the same. And for as much as you don't hear a lot about crop circles anymore, you really don't hear anything about cattle mutilations. You know, that sounds like a tabloid story. Cattle mutilated on a ranch in New Mexico, and authorities can't figure out what happened. Where are the eyes? Where are the lips? Where are the sexual organs? Where's the blood? Authorities can't figure it out, so they just chalked it up to satanic cults or some kids just playing around. Yeah, because when kids play around and when satanic cults go out to acquire organs, they usually cut them out with laser precision and then drain all the blood out of the body without leaving a drop in the body or on the ground around the body. I don't know about you, but although most Satanists might be a little bit messed up in the head, as far as I'm concerned, some of them are probably better people than Christians. There are other Satanists who are malicious and hateful, and they, they like blood, and they like to kill little animals. And if they were going to kill an animal and take the blood from it, I'm pretty sure they would kill it in the most horrific way possible. I'm pretty sure that they would mutilate it in a much more vicious, venomous, and malicious way than a typical cattle mutilation. And whether or not this particular story I'm going to share with you is real or if it's fake in the sense that it's unexplained, it is unexplained because they're not sure who did it, but in France, investigators have made numerous arrests since a the series of attacks left scores of horses mutilated or killed in 2020. They've opened over 150 investigations into the cases. 153 investigations on horse attacks specifically. 30 of them concerning deaths or extremely violent injuries. According to this article... Knives have been used to slash the horses and in some cases mutilate them with organs sometimes removed. A horse's face was disfigured in one case and blood was drained in another. Often a right ear is cut off like a trophy. Well, in the same way that often the eyes are missing or one eye is missing in the case of a cattle mutilation. So that story, this just came out. In fact, a suspect was arrested and released yesterday. This was in France. They've got hundreds of cases of horses turning up mutilated. And all they say about the mutilated horse is that they had organs removed, blood was drained from the body, and that, that's really what got my attention because I was thinking that this was just, you know, your your idea of a malicious Satanist who just wants to hurt an animal or kill something, and they go out and they just tear these horses apart. They mutilate their faces and rip organs out. But if, if you're really that malicious and it's extremely violent, according to investigators, extremely violent injuries, why take the time to drain the blood out of the body? And they don't say whether or not the blood was precisely drawn and that there was no blood on the ground around it. Maybe a chupacabra did it, I don't know. But they said the blood was missing from one of the horses, the organs were removed, and the face was disfigured. And I I think I know what that means. If the face is disfigured, they don't go into details, but if the face is disfigured, it probably means the lips are removed. Maybe the, the eyes are removed. I mean, there are a lot of things that that could mean. So with the details we have about these horse mutilations in France... We know that they sound more like a legitimate real in the sense that it's very, very unexplained by any kind of conventional means, a real form of a cattle mutilation, animal mutilation. If this was just some guy or some girl or a group of people that were going around hurting animals, you'd think that it wouldn't be as widespread You'd think that. I would think that. It wouldn't be as widespread. You wouldn't have hundreds of horses that are turning up dead in the same way. And if they were, you'd think that these people would be caught by now. And then if they were just going around herding horses, why are they doing the same thing to these horses that for decades have been done to cattle all over the world, famously in the United States, on ranches, why why is that and see to me what this kind of implies is you know if you watch those ufo shows and there's always that question or that the rhetorical question why would these aliens come to earth right and although we could debate that and discuss that when that question is proposed it's always kind of addressed in the same way. Well, maybe they want resources. That's what a lot of the alien movies tell you. Maybe they want resources. Maybe they're here to to just watch us. You know? Maybe they're here to conquer the planet in a sophisticated way. Your guess is as good as my guess. I don't know. But I think that cattle mutilations are perhaps, in their association with UFOs, perhaps the most vital piece of evidence outside of having material from crashed objects or objects that were shot down or something like that, I think cattle mutilations are one of the most important pieces of evidence because what it implies, if we're going to look at it through the lens of of logic and science, is that when human beings go out into the forest or into the desert and They look for new insects, or they look for new animals, or something like that. You know, they catalog insects, they catalog animals. They're still finding new insects. They're still classifying new species of fish and things like this. We dissect them, and we try to understand what they are. Or, we've seen that there are genetic databases that are being compiled for every fungus, every bacteria, every animal, every plant. Kind of like a Noah's Ark. I think it makes perfect sense that there would be beings that would maybe come to our planet to obtain material that they don't have in their world or they're in their dimension and that they need this material or perhaps they're just studying it. I mean, that, that explanation to me makes a lot of sense that there's something responsible beyond human control for mutilating these animals, and for mutilating humans in some cases. We'll talk about that after break. And whatever it is, is on a a science mission. You know, it's not brutally killing the animals. It's surgically removing sexual organs, surgically removing other organs, surgically removing the blood from the body without a drop. And in a lot of these cases, the animals have been found below trees where all the branches above the animal are broken on the tree implying that the animal was dropped from very very high above i mean these animals that weigh 3 4000 pounds just dropped and break all the branches on a tree and then hit the ground or you know they're found in a field with no tracks and they're just dead no blood why are these stories not discussed anymore why are these topics not really brought up by UFO enthusiasts anymore. I think you're missing a vital piece of evidence because it looks like you have a reason and a motivation and you have uh, an intention behind perhaps what what we could call UFOs. There's clearly something going on beyond the Pentagon UFO program and all the stuff about disclosure. And it looks like there's at least someone, somewhere, something here, now, maybe in another dimension, and they're looking into acquiring genetic material for who knows, who knows what. But if you want to look at it from both a human perspective, what would humans do, and look at it from a kind of unexplained point of view, I think cattle mutilations bring both of those together. It allows for a very human understanding of what humans would do to understand or to acquire material for research, but it also is unexplained because it's done in ways that are just bizarre and it's done sometimes and it has been for decades it's done in excess like why do they need so many cow organs why do they need so many cow eyes why do they need so many horse livers you know why do they need to core out the rectum of human beings that's actually been done before I think it was a a sergeant in the military we'll talk about that after break too he had his rectum cored out that's that hurts that hurts I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Tonight, cattle mutilations, a little bit of crop circles, I think more important right now than even the discussion of disclosure because I think that there's a lot of critical evidence being overlooked for cattle mutilations, which are still occurring today. Horses mutilated, hundreds of them in France. You can see that story at www.thesecretteachings.info. All the blood drained from the body, organs taken. It's Very disturbing. What do you think about it? rdgable at yahoo.com. We'll be back.
2: You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable.com gable at yahoo.com visit the facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info here at the secret
7: teachings we're pushing 11 years on air from powerful interviews to truly unique analysis we're here for you five nights a week and now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM.
4: even those in your pet food. With free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you, and The Fringe FM.
7: You tune into this show at your own risk, because it leads to a state of mind, not a perception it will be, but one that is. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. The analysis offered on this show is objective, removed from the emotional hysteria of the hive mind collective mob of coercive persuasion, the polar divisions in politics and religion, and those that exist in the paranormal, occult, and even in health. By simple observation and common sense, one may decipher the new speak Double speak and propaganda of ideological collectives intent on persuading the individual to abandon liberty through coercion and fear. On this show, we will speak to your heart and soul, opening a channel to spirit. And when you tune into this frequency, you are hearing The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on The Fringe FM, with a full archive at thesecretteachings.info. <laughs>
6: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening
5: you are listening to ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm where you can catch the secret teachings with ryan gable five nights a week after lighting the void with joe rube
6: this is
2: david ike from davidike.com author of the phantom self and the perception deception And you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: Hey guys, it's Giorgio Tsoukalos from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. What's the matter? There's a monster
6: outside my room. Can I have a glass of water? Scientists are still baffled over the mystery of corn circles in fields in southern England. Anything from whirlwinds to UFOs have been suggested as the cause of the strange shapes. Now a regular watch has begun to try and see exactly what does cause the marks.
8: First I, I thought it would just die naturally. And then I got closer to it and I could see it wasn't natural. The eyes were gone, the tongue was gone, the ears were gone. The sex articles were cut out. It just kind of weird. When we walked up to the circles, we saw that everything is
7: very
0: precise. Each straw smashed to the side in a unified angle, but still inconclusive evidence. There are many theories on how it happened and who did it, the most
8: interesting involving aliens. There's some
5: new stats in, in the naval classroom,
8: like One of the strangest things is the laser cuts. Why is there no blood? How come? Body parts are strung
0: around. Some think it is wind damage or kids trying to pull a prank. The cause of the mysterious corn circle may finally have been uncovered. Two British artists told the Today newspaper this morning that
2: they created the circle which has baffled scientists around the world for 30 years. Explanations have varied from local weather conditions to making hedgehogs to visitors from another
6: planet. Who or what could pick up an animal weighing over a ton? Cut it up, drain its blood, transport it, and then drop it back to Earth without being seen.
8: I know some people think you're crazy if you say it's UFOs or something like that, or aliens,
4: but I don't know what else it could be. He was getting ready to make a sacrifice, I think, to the devil. Fields of wheat are just about to be harvested, but there is something strange in
7: one of those fields.
2: Predators don't normally leave a carcass intact and drink nearly 11 gallons. Of And yet, farmers all over the world are reporting similar mutilations.
8: Why is there no blood? If you've
7: ever wanted to see the inside of a crop circle, take a look right here. The wheat is just laid
0: down. It's kind of in a circular, swirly motion. Looks like it's flowing together. But who or what did this? Well, that's the question.
2: The removal of its eyes, ears, lips, and tongue. The loss of major internal organs with no point of entry. The udders and genitals are cut out. And the anal passage cored out.
7: I'm Ryan Gable. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Cattle mutilations, hundreds of horses found mutilated in France, 153 investigations opened up, crop circles going back hundreds of years to the famous mowing devil. And these are two subjects that are often overlooked, and it seems to be that they are increasingly overlooked by the Communities of ufology and the unexplained and the paranormal. The one thing I like about crop circles and cattle mutilations is that crop circles and cattle mutilations are both paranormal. They relate to UFOs. They are just purely and simply unexplained. They are really interesting and fascinating. And they perhaps open a door into our understanding of the universe and of energy and of planet Earth. I mean, these are really, really deep subjects. And they don't really get a lot of attention anymore. But 150 horses have been mutilated in France. 153 cases have been opened up. Some of the horses had blood drained from their body. Others had organs removed. Others had their faces disfigured, which kind of implies in my mind that they look like some of those cattle that had their lips cut off. Part of their face cut off. And authorities in France arrested somebody, but they were released yesterday. One of the horses had their right ear cut off. And of course, in any of these stories, there are a lot of them, if you just type in horse mutilation, click the news button, that there are cases of this all over France, and you'd think that whoever was responsible for this, if it was an individual or a group of individuals, that they'd have to have a well-organized group and a well-organized motivation to go out and to do that to hundreds and hundreds of horses, right? Humans are looking for a human explanation. I've seen no discussion of whether or not this was alien, even in a in a joking way. But for authorities... They say that there are numerous attackers going after horses around the country and that investigators don't know if the attackers are carrying out cult-like rituals, acting in a copycat style, or answering a morbid challenge on social media. Now, as an investigator, I'd imagine that it's probably not acceptable to say that it's alien unless it's in a joking way. And I'm not saying that it's alien. What I'm saying is cult-like rituals are always used as the fringe, the most fringe explanation for a cattle mutilation, right? It's always the Satanist. It's always the, the atheist, you know, somebody who's really evil as society perceives them. But most Satanists are just kind of like punk, gothic people a lot of them don't believe in killing. But a lot of Satanists aren't really good people. A lot of Satanists really want to hurt people, and so they do really bad stuff. And I'd imagine if they were really truly Satanist or in some demonic, satanic cult, they'd probably kill the animals in a really malicious way, and they would leave organs and body parts all over the place. Because When I think of Satanism, that's more so what I think of. I I think of the dismemberment of the body, this divine vessel for the spirit, the destruction of life, killing something, draining the blood out of the body, but leaving the blood all over the place. I mean, whoever's doing this, the people that are doing this, the things that are doing this, whatever it might be, they're strategic, they're surgical. And so cults and satanic groups, they're always the most fringe that the detectives are Fringe groups. The detectives are allowed to kind of uh, talk about, right? And it's very possible that a lot of these are copycat style, and you know maybe it's a challenge on social media. But th- that's kind of a new perspective on cattle mutilations. It's a, it's a, it's a new thing in the 21st century with social media, and I don't really buy that because see, cattle mutilation is is probably hundreds and hundreds of years old, but it's been well documented for about. 75 years, roughly, somewhere around there. 70 years. is is typically defined as corpses that are found out in the open, with their eyes plucked out, tongues removed, and private parts taken. All extracted with precision, without leaving a drop of blood. In some cases, the blood is entirely removed from the body. Now, Every case is different, because you could have blood entirely removed, like in the case of one of these uh, horses mutilated in France. And you could have the organs removed in another, but not the blood removed. And the animal is laying there dead, and then some birds come and they pick out the eyes, and then when they find the body, it's like, well, the organs were missing and the eyes were picked. But there's clearly a difference between some animals or some birds or something eating out the eyes of the horse or, or the, the steer or whatever it might be and the eyes being surgically removed. So there are some very natural processes that take place after death, part of the cycle of life, that result in the same symptoms of what might be classified as a cattle mutilation. And so that's why you really do need a Fox Mulder to go in and to investigate it from the point of view of someone who has studied it and understands that there are differences between things that are real and things that are hoaxed. Clearly something real is happening. If 150 plus horses have been mutilated in France, maybe there's some copycats. And you could determine that because you could look at, if you had the case files, you could look at the ones that are surgical and the ones that are not surgical. The ones that are not surgical are probably the copycats. And you could eliminate those quickly. And then you could look at the most fringe explanation, satanic groups. And then you'd have to decide, well, some Satanists don't really believe in murder. And some Satanists, if they do believe in murder, they'd want to commit some atrocious crime. And they'd want to do something horrible and kill something and dismember it and spill blood and bathe in it and all these terrible things. And then if you look at the modern explanation in the 21st century, the technological explanation, the social explanation, oh, it must be a a meme on Facebook or something. It must be a social media challenge. And and maybe it is. But, you know, I don't think a lot of people are looking at social media challenges and going out and saying, okay, let's mutilate some, some horses tonight. I mean, that takes a lot of time, a lot of precision, a lot of skill to do what's being done to these horses in France. So those explanations don't all make much sense uh, whatever's doing it military corporation some private enterprise or extraterrestrials who knows whatever's doing it knows what they're doing even if only 50 of the 153 cases in france of these horses being mutilated even if if only 50 were were legitimate real unexplained and the rest were kind of copycats or something there's clearly something more than some kids playing around, or even, you know, everyday human activity. There's organization, there's skill, there's know-how, and there's intention and purpose behind it. And I don't think the intention or purpose is to start a media storm about it either, because this is a story that has got very little attention in the media, though there are some increasing reports last night and today because there have been arrests made, at least one arrest, officially. And uh, that suspect was let go. A 50-year-old guy was let go. I don't think that guy was responsible for 150 horses dying across France. But what do I know, you know? Kind of like those two British hoaxers. Remember those two guys? They claimed that they were solely responsible for starting the crop circle trend in the late 1970s, despite the fact that Crop formations had appeared over 30 countries, and they had been reported for 300-plus years. In fact, it was uh, an English journal in 1678 that published The Mowing Devil. The pamphlet showed a field of oats with a demonic-looking creature cutting the crop down. As the first reported formation was in this English journal, England itself seemed to be a focal point and remains a focal point for whatever is causing crop formations. There have been thousands and thousands of crop formations over dozens and dozens of countries. But don't worry. Two of these hoaxers, they started the whole thing, you know, even before they were born, they started it, started the whole thing. You know, so some of you might be familiar with uh, Bill Cooper, and Bill Cooper had written about the, uh, the Aztec UFO crash, that two craft uh, were discovered in Aztec, New Mexico, another at White Sands, New Mexico, and between the two ships were 17 alien bodies and the discovery of a large number of human body parts stored inside of the vehicles. Very morbid, disturbing story that there had been creatures or something taking human body parts. Very disturbing to think about. But whether or not you trust in the Aztec story or you agree with Bill Cooper, there's a very well-documented, semi-famous, and very disturbing story called the Lovett-Cunningham incident, which involves a U.S. Air Force sergeant in New Mexico who was supposedly abducted by aliens or some saucer-like craft. Now, in ufology, or whatever ufology is today, if you research something called Project Grudge, one of the earlier U.S. Air Force programs that investigated sightings of UFOs after World War II, Project Grudge reportedly documented some of these abductions. But we don't have a lot of information on this. Project Grudge Report 13 is a 600-page document the result of the U.S. Air Force's investigation into these kinds of abductions. But regardless if we have the grudge report or we just have stories, the story of the 1956 Air Force Sergeant Jonathan Lovett is really, really disturbing. It goes kind of like this. He's, He's out in New Mexico. They were out at White Sands Missile Testing Grounds near Holloman Air Force Base. It's a really cool place if you ever get a chance to go out there. And Jonathan Lovett, Air Force Sergeant, was assisting Major William Cunningham. They were looking for scattered debris from a recent rocket test. Cunningham was disturbed when he heard a screaming. He heard a sound, yelling, screaming. And he thought that Lovett had been bitten by a snake. So he goes out looking for his partner, and this is in the official record. He claims that he didn't see Lovett with a snake or a snake bite or being attacked by something of this world. He recounted seeing Lovett being dragged by a long serpentine arm wrapped around his legs, connected to a silver disc hovering in the air about 15 to 20 feet away. Cunningham stood there horrified, frozen with terror, as Lovett was pulled inside of the craft, which then began to rise vertically into the sky. So the Major got to his Jeep and radioed for assistance. This story kind of sounds like War of the Worlds, in a way, right? With those tripods, the ones that make that woo sound. And then those arms come down, those tentacle arms come down and pick people up and put them in the craft. A serpentine arm wrapped around his legs. That doesn't mean it was reptilian, it just means serpentine, like a snake. Like a metal arm, just like War of the Worlds. Grabbed him, and pulled him into the ship. And when they found his body, this is what they found. His tongue had been cut from the lower portion of the jaw, his eyes gouged out, and his anus removed. In the Air Force medical examination report pertaining to the incident, the coroner remarked on the apparent surgical skill used to remove the organs, in particular that the anus and genitalia had been neatly extracted like a plug. And perhaps even more puzzling than that, was the fact that the body had been completely drained of blood and that there was no vascular collapse usually associated with death by bleeding. And although they might seem unrelated, this is why I think crop circles and cattle mutilations are two pieces of vital, critical evidence increasingly overlooked by the ufo community and ufo researchers because what it tells us is if you look at those crops that are pressed down and you see that there's some microwave heating that causes water in the stock to boil and then escape through the most weakest point of the stock what they call an expulsion cavity but that the plant doesn't die and that it continues to grow despite the fact that it's bent over, unlike if it had been smashed down by a piece of plywood. It's a very similar case because when you look at the story of Sergeant Lovett and Major Cunningham out there in White Sands, New Mexico, where Lovett's jaw is separated from the tongue, the tongue is cut out, his eyes are gouged out, his anus removed, and there's no vascular collapse despite the fact that blood had been drained from the body. So somehow, whatever it was that did this drained the blood from the body, no vascular collapse, just like the cattle, just like the way in which crops can be bent, twisted, distorted, and still grow, where the water explodes from the weakest part of the stock this is beyond paranormal and perhaps it's beyond the ability of humans to explain at this moment in time or it's just beyond the explanation of the mass majority because there's a good chance that a lot of this is military run that a lot of this is done to perhaps discredit or to exacerbate these stories to create a new narrative to cover up something perhaps even more horrific. Like rather than talking about crashed UFOs, maybe we should be talking about Memorandum 6751 where the week of Roswell this is declassified. There were open acknowledgments in the military that these craft and these beings were not physical that they were coming from another dimension and perhaps whatever it is that's coming here there could be numerous things they're taking organs they're taking blood they're conducting science experiments that's the human way of looking at it maybe it's that and much much more we'll get into the details when we come back from break right here on the fringe fm i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings
1: You are listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. To contact Ryan, email rdgable at yahoo.com.
7: Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday
0: right here on The Fringe FM. Alex.
7: Ex- Hi, I'm Alex Exum, Ex- 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 and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
5: Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils. From ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit (laughs) thesecretteachings.info.
7: You tune into this show at your own risk because it leads to a state of mind, not a perception it will be, but one that is. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. The analysis offered on this show is objective, removed from the emotional hysteria of the hive mind collective mob of coercive persuasion, the polar divisions in politics and religion, and those that exist in the paranormal, occult, and even in health. By simple observation and common sense, one may decipher the speak. Double speak and propaganda of ideological collectives intent on persuading the individual to abandon liberty through coercion and fear. On this show, we will speak to your heart and soul, opening a channel to spirit. And when you tune into this frequency, you are hearing The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on The Fringe FM, with a full archive at thesecretteachings.info.
6: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening.
5: You are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, where you can catch The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable five nights a week after Lighting the Void with Joe Rook,
8: Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. A uh, phenomenal show, for phenomenal interview, phenomenal questions. And uh, I'd be willing to come back at at any time and uh, explore other topics for discussion. So thank you for having me on today. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from whatonearthishappening.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
6: What's the matter?
1: There's a monster outside my room. Can I have a
6: glass of water? Scientists are still baffled over the mystery of corn circles in fields in southern England. Anything from whirlwinds to UFOs have been suggested as the cause of the strange shapes. Now a regular watch has begun to try and see exactly what does cause the marks.
8: First I, I thought it would just die naturally. And then I got closer to it and I could see it wasn't natural. The eyes were gone, the tongue was gone, the ears were gone. Sex would cut
7: out. It's just kind of weird. When we walked up to the circles, we saw that everything is very
0: precise. Each straw smashed to the side in a unified angle, but still inconclusive evidence. There are many theories on how it happened and who did it, the most interesting
8: involving aliens. There's a new
5: stretch in my little classroom water? One of the
8: strangest things is the laser cuts. Why is there no blood? How come? Body parts
0: are strung around. Some think it is wind damage or kids trying to pull a prank. The cause of the mysterious corn circle may finally have been uncovered. Two British artists told the Today newspaper this morning that they created
2: the circle which has baffled scientists around the world for 30 years. Explanations have varied from local weather conditions to mating hedgehogs to visitors from
6: another planet. Who or what could pick up an animal weighing over ton? Cut it up, drain its blood, transport it, and then drop it back to Earth without being seen.
8: I know some people think you're crazy if you say it's UFOs or something like that, or aliens.
4: But I don't know what else it could be. He was getting ready to make a sacrifice, I think, to the devil. Fields of wheat are just about to be harvested, but there is something strange in one of those
7: fields.
2: Predators don't normally leave carcass intact and drink nearly 11 gallons. 40 meters of blood, and yet farmers all over the world are reporting similar mutilations.
8: Why is there no blood? If you've ever wanted
7: to see the inside of a crop circle, take a look right here. The wheat is just laid down, and it's kind of in a circular swirly motion, looks like it's flowing together, but who or what
3: did this?
2: Well, that's the question. The removal of its eyes, ears, lips, and tongue. The loss of major internal organs with no point of entry. The
1: udders and genitals are cut out, and the anal passage cord out.
3: There's a monster at <laughs>
7: I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Cattle mutilations, crop circles, too often overlooked and seemingly increasingly overlooked subjects that used to be associated more so with unidentified flying objects. In recent days, in recent weeks, in recent months, in recent years, there's been an increase in awareness of UFOs. In 2017, the Pentagon unveiled their UFO program. They say it ended in 2012, but we know that the program continues today under different names. The Navy said in 2019 that they had experienced incursions by these unidentified flying objects that they want you to call UAPs because of the negative connotation of UFOs. And the reason UFO has a negative connotation is probably because of decades of disinformation from the military to conceal their more covert operations. But whatever these objects are, they don't care how covert it is. They know exactly where sensitive installations are. They know where secret missions are being conducted. They follow. They watch. They intrude. They invade. So the Navy doesn't want you calling them UFOs. And then in 2019, the Pentagon admitted a second time that they investigate UFOs, I guess to get the public riled up again. They're going to acknowledge that there's aliens, there' UFOs. In 2020, a pair of researchers published a paper about how there are at least 35 alien civilizations in our galaxy, maybe 36 ET civilizations in our galaxy. But that's just in our galaxy. We're not talking about other dimensions, which according to Memorandum 6751 that we've discussed numerous times on this show, dated July 8th, 1947, the week of Roswell, around the time of the official date of Roswell, they were saying the beans were coming from other worlds that were not like ours, other planets not like ours. They were coming from other dimensions, other places of existence, other realms, like the Lokas. Different dimensions, different places of existence. Just a few months ago, the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee voted to require all U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Defense to compile a detailed public analysis of all data collected on unidentified aerial phenomenon. Whatever they have, release it. And they've got a couple of months to do that. And then we saw just a few weeks ago, back in late July, another acknowledgement of the Pentagon UFO program. And an Eric W. Davis, the astrophysicist and subcontractor who consulted with the UFO program since 2007 of the Pentagon, And said that we could not make the material that they examined ourselves. And that they were looking at retrievals from, quote, off-world vehicles not made on this earth. So that's been the last three years of ufology right there, summed up for you. And I guess a lot of people have just kind of forgot about things like crop circles and cattle mutilations. And see, here's the thing that really intrigues me about crop circles and cattle mutilations they're not just like sightings of lights in the sky. They are physical evidence of something unexplained, of something paranormal, of something abnormal. And you have to differentiate between the cases that are real and that they are truly unexplained and paranormal and otherworldly and the ones that are fraudulent, the ones that are hoaxed. In crop circles, you have hoaxes that If you crush some of the stalks with a piece of wood, or even if you go out in a sophisticated manner to try to prove a point, you can create something that's kind of like a real crop circle, but there's going to be a difference between a real crop circle and a hoaxed crop circle. In a real crop circle, you're going to feel a little bit sick when you walk into it. You might feel drained of your energy. Your phone battery or camera battery might die. You might have static on your phone or static on your camera if it does work. Helicopters flying over will have instrument malfunction. There will be magnetic disturbances where compasses will go crazy. You could walk north into the crop circle and once you walk into it, that little arrow is going to spin, 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 spin. It won't have any clue where north is because there's something magnetic and electromagnetic about that crop formation. You'll also notice, if you examine the stalks that have been broken and bent, that the water inside of them has been heated rapidly, and a weak point in the stalk has allowed that water to escape in an expulsion cavity. This has been well documented for decades. And you'll notice that the crops, despite the fact that they are bent, are done so in a gentle manner so that they maintain their ability to draw nutrients from the soil and grow. They're not dead. All of these things are the opposite in a hoaxed crop circle. You're not going to feel sick. Compasses aren't going to go crazy. Instruments aren't going to malfunction. Batteries aren't going to drain. There won't be expulsion cavities. The crops are broken and dead. There's a big difference. You'll also notice in cattle mutilations or even in human mutilations, going back to the famous case referred to as the Lovett-Cunningham incident with the U.S. Air Force in New Mexico at White Sands, where Major Cunningham saw Sergeant Lovett, be taken into a flying disc by a serpentine arm, and when they found his body, his tongue had been removed, his eyes gouged out, and his anus removed, and they found that his body was drained of blood, but there had been no vascular collapse associated with death by bleeding. In other words, the way the blood had been extracted from the body, whether human whether Sergeant Lovett or animal, horse, cow, etc. The blood was extracted in a similar way surgically to the manner in which crops are pressed down so that they continue to grow and that the water heats up and explodes from the weak part of the stock. There's a very, very similar theme here. Cattle mutilation Crop circles, crop formations, whatever you choose to call them. I call them crop formations because they're not all circles. I like to be kind of technical. And they're not all cattle mutilations. They're sometimes just animal human mutilations. Because they're not all cattle. Yesterday, a man was released from custody in France after having been arrested in connection with the mutilation of horses across the country. Knives had been used to slash the horses and, in some cases, mutilate them with organs removed. A horse's face was disfigured in one case, and in another case, blood was entirely drained from the body, from the carcass. Blood, gone, all of it. Now, for a lot of the authorities, they think that on the fringe scale of what's possibly responsible that these are cults carrying out rituals. Others believe that these are copycat-style incidences. I think that's very accurate. I think a lot of them are probably copycats. That's why they don't release a lot of information about these stories, because if they do, they're going to get a lot of copycat idiots that are going to go out and do it. And the police have also provided a more modern explanation that some of these Horses might have been killed because people are taking part in challenges. And I'm not sure if there are actual internet challenges where people say, go mutilate a horse. But this is what the police are looking at. Usually, there's a joke you know, in an article that you read where they're like, well, could it be aliens? Maybe. It could be aliens. We're not sure. They just kind of mock it and make fun of it. Maybe it's not aliens. Maybe it's the military doing it. You always ask those questions or think about those questions that are asked on alien shows, right, on the Discovery Channel or the History Channel. Why would aliens want to come here? Why would they just come here to, to hurt cows and hurt horses and core out the rectums of Air Force sergeants? I mean, that's in a way that's morbidly funny, but why would aliens come here to do that? Well, maybe that's a question that we can't answer. Why do humans do some of the things that humans do? Humans don't even know the reason that other humans do certain things. Humans don't even know sometimes why they do certain things. You think we're going to be able to get into the brain and the mind, conscious or otherwise, of some robotic, alien, extraterrestrial, other-dimensional race or species? No matter, maybe if they're, they're human or robotic or whatever they are, you think we're going to be able to get in the minds of those things? We can't even get in our own minds. So one explanation then is very human. Well, maybe they're doing experiments. Maybe they're conducting experiments. They're obtaining genetic material. Or maybe, remember what Jordy Rose said about the quantum computer? And he said that you could use it to go into another dimension and extract resources. Now, when we think of resources, we think of water, we think of uh, food or available land to grow food, or we think of precious metals and minerals, maybe for these beans, whatever they are, maybe they, they eat organs, you know, in a simple explanation. Maybe they are collecting this material because to them it's a resource and they are coming into our dimension to do it. They are using our dimension to feed their dimension, kind of like Monsters Incorporated. Maybe these beings that are coming here to extract these organs and to extract the blood are merely just conducting a an experiment, a scientific experiment. Maybe these are just like alien children that are, you know, they're doing their 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 eighth grade dissection project on a frog, except they're dissecting animals, and they go back to the alien world, and they all get, you know, a plus. They bring back the organs, they bring back the blood. And then they graduate and they become, you know, adult aliens. And then they come to Earth and they, they start abducting humans. That's the college course, you know. There's, of course, you know, the very disturbing stories of the Aztec New Mexico UFO crash and human body parts being found. I mean, maybe it is a satanic cult. But maybe the satanic cult is not the kind of satanic cult you're thinking of. What I mean by that is, satanic cults don't necessarily go kill people. Satanic cults usually don't believe in murder. And I say cult, that's not really the right word. I mean, Christianity's a cult, everything's a cult, atheism's a cult, everything can be a cult. But satanists don't always believe in murder witches don't really believe in murder. I mean, a lot of witches are just people that like crystals nowadays, right? Or they dress like a hippie or something like that. I don't know what the New Age community has done with, with, with these <laughs> with these things, but I don't like it. But Satanists, if they were going to commit some kind of act like this, I'd think that they would dismember the body. They'd, they'd spill the blood, they'd bathe in the blood, drink the blood, I don't know. But there would be some evidence of that kind of activity. And maybe there are in some of these horse mutilations in France. Maybe there aren't some, not all the cases, but some. But maybe it's a more sophisticated cult. Maybe it's a sophisticated cult that has the technology, that has the helicopters, that has the precision surgical equipment, that is connected to the military, just like the, the Finders group was connected to the military. Back in the 80s, kidnapping, stealing children, using computers to catalog everything. Then In the 80s, they were using computers. Well, maybe they're doing the same thing with, with animals. Maybe they're doing the same thing with missing children, all the missing children, all the missing people. They don't all just get up one day, get in the car, drive away, and leave their family, and they go missing. Like people that, they're there, and then you blink, and they're gone. They just vanish. Maybe they slipped into another dimension. Maybe they walked into a portal. Maybe they were stolen. You know? Just like you pick fish out of a tank. Maybe that human was selected for something. Maybe you're just a resource. And they extract your organs. You know, I mean, there are breeding programs in some cults... ...where they have women that just have children so they can sacrifice the babies. Maybe all of Earth is a is, is a, a breeding pod. And all the resources are being extracted. Maybe it wasn't meant to be a breeding pod, but something quarantined it and used it as a breeding pod... I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm not married to any of these ideas, okay? When it comes to thought, I'm very polyamorous. I'd like to think a lot of different things. Because if we don't think a lot of different things, we're going to get stuck on one thing, and then it's going to create more confusion because we won't be able to go beyond that and open ourselves to other possibilities, Now, this story about the 153 cases of horse mutilations around France is not really a new story. It's not the only new story. And there have been other reports in the last decade, some going back to 2009, a report from the Denver Post updated in 2016, and a report last year in 2019 in Oregon about animals that had been mutilated. The Denver Post reported four calves all killed overnight, their tongues and innards gone, udders removed, facial skin sliced and gone, eyes cored away, not a single track surrounding the carcasses, which were found in pastures locked behind two gates and a mile from any road, not a drop of blood on the ground or even on the remaining skin. All of it gone. NPR reported... In October of last year, 2019, not one drop of blood, cattle mysteriously mutilated in Oregon. Five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead on the ranch this past summer, the Sylvie's Valley Ranch. They were drained of blood with body parts precisely removed. This is not an old phenomenon. This is continuing today just as early as October of last year, just as early as this week, more cases of horses mutilated in France. And if you go to the FBI vault, fbi.gov forward slash animal mutilation, you'll find at least five documents on animal mutilation there. I've got them linked up on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, or I can send them to you in an email. You can click on these reports and you can look through them, you can read over them, FBI investigations into cattle mutilations. And the FBI has been investigating this since the 70s. And they've been happening officially since the 60s with incidents of mutilated cattle, sheep, horses, rabbits, deer, bison, elk, you name it, Bloodless corpses, lacking jaw flesh, eyes, ears, tongue, lymph nodes, and genitalia removed. Thousands and thousands have been reported. In nineteen eighty eight, a body was allegedly found at the Guerra Paranga Reservoir in Brazil. According to reports, the victim had been dead for over forty eight to seventy two hours, but no sign of decomposition. The eyes, ears, tongue, and genitalia had been removed, as had the digestive organs. Officials were never able to identify the victim, but there was no decomposition. That's even more bizarre. There's no decomposition, eyes, intestines, organs removed. That was in 1988 in Brazil. You go back 30 years into the 50s, Air Force Sergeant Jonathan Lovett, working with Major William Cunningham at White Sands. Lovett and Cunningham separate, looking for missile debris. Cunningham hears a scream. He goes over to find Lovett being pulled into a disc-like craft by a serpentine metal arm that sounds like something from War of the Worlds. When they found the body of Lovett, his tongue had been cut from the lower portion of the jaw, his eyes gouged down, and his anus removed, and that there was no blood in the body, and that the vascular system did not collapse, which often occurs in death by bleeding. And in the same way that the vascular system did not collapse, the crops that are pressed down don't die in a legitimate crop circle where you get sick and electronics malfunction when you hear a buzzing sound like electricity. So all I'm suggesting to you tonight is that if you're really interested in UFOs and disclosure, you've had decades of disclosure. You've had decades of incredible military-level reports on human and animal abductions. From White Sands, New Mexico, to the FBI vault, there's a tremendous amount of information. From the United States to Brazil to France, in the last few decades, you've had human mutilations, cattle mutilations. In the last couple of months, you've had hundreds of horses mutilated in France. And some of them, yeah, probably copycats. And some of them might be people that just go out and hurt a horse. And so they find one dead horse and they think, well, that must be associated with the other ones that had their eyes removed and their anus removed and their tongues cut out or whatever, because some of the horses were just cut open. They weren't They weren't mutilated in another way. They were just like mutilated in the traditional sense of the word mutilated. They weren't mutilated in the sense that it was a surgical operation. It's a lot different. You want evidence of disclosure? You want evidence that there's something dark operating? I don't think all aliens are dark, but I'm definitely not of the Stephen Greer opinion that they're all peaceful. You know, in my opinion, that's He's an alien, and he's trying to convince you that they're all good, which makes me think that they're not all good, you know. I mean, <laughs> let's be fair, okay? Steven Greer kind of reminds me, he reminds me of, like, some weird alien movie or something where the alien's trying to be human. I, I think he might be an alien. No issue with Steven Greer. I'm just, it's just kind of like, it's kind of funny to me. But you've got cattle mutilations, human mutilations, crop formations, all this, and you've got big distinctions between what is real and what is fake. And all of that's a lot more evident than what you'd find in a report of, what did you see, sir? Well, I saw some lights up there in the sky. And, and it turns out one of them was the moon. <laughs> when I was at East SETI, that actually happened. Someone said, there's a UFO. And then someone else said, no, I, that's That's the moon. That's the moon. That's the moon. You know, So that's why I don't really put myself into a category. And I don't try to control the audience's perception of the show. I just do whatever I'm going to do, and I feel the intuition. And to me, intuition is reality. Intuition is truth. Intuition is guidance. Intuition is spirit. And so I felt the need to share this with you tonight because I think that if you really want evidence of some kind of alien activity on Earth whether that's accompanied by military, human activity, or whatever the case might be. You want evidence of that? You've got decades and decades of evidence of that. You've got military records. You've got FBI investigations. You've got physical evidence, videos, electronic, and aircraft malfunctioning with crop formations, videos of them, pictures of them. You've got all the evidence you need. There's something going on. It's unexplained. That doesn't mean it's alien. But it's unexplained. It's paranormal. It's abnormal. And it just might be... Not the disclosure that you want. It just might be the disclosure... That you deserve. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. You can find us Monday through Friday, five nights a week. Same time each night. If you'd like to support the show... Or if you just simply would like to listen to our archive of every broadcast after it airs, you can stream and download every show when you subscribe to the archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. And check this out. When you subscribe, you get access to the archive for all the shows, but also the montage archive, including the montage we played tonight. That's in the montage archive. You also get access to all of my books digitally on the website. When you subscribe, it supports The Fringe FM, The Secret Teachings, myself, and you. You can also find my books on the website, thesecretteachings.info. Find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, and email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. What do you think of crop formations and cattle mutilations and... Crop circles, animal mutilations, whatever you want to call them. I call them crop formations, not crop circles. I call them human-animal mutilations, not cattle mutilations. Just trying to make it my own thing. Trying to think a little bit outside the box. What do you think about it all? rdgable at yahoo.com. rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Be careful. Don't get your, uh, your anus cord out. Seems... Pretty painful. Talk to you in the next broadcast.
5: If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing Montage Archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, Ryan, and yourself.
7: I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, and you are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
5: This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com/slash the secret teachings.